to Live Through the Lens, a podcast for the curious and creative. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jamie. This episode, we're speaking all things social media, how creators use it, the toxic world that is cancer culture, and everything in between. We are back inside the house. I need to come up with a name for this studio, I feel like. I know. It's like Jamie's Lodge or Jamie's (laughs) Bunker. (laughs) It's open for business. Yep, yep. We are um, back with another episode and we're again sitting on your floor in your studio. Sitting on the floor. just started to become, to look like a studio. Yeah. It looks awesome. Yeah, I've got my backdrop ready to go. I just need some people to come in and take some photos (laughs) and do some music in here. But we are inside again. It's a lovely day outside. However, I can't imagine being anywhere else right now. Doing anything else right now (laughs) than recording this podcast with you. Oh, that's so sweet. It's because I've been away, hey. How you, you have been away. You were it was basically a whole week. It was right? a week. It kind of felt super short, but yeah, I was um I was away. I traveled for the first time since Perth since January. All right. Are you allowed to talk about what you did or Yeah, yeah, I, well, okay. I can just talk about what I it was just say tourism shoot for New South Wales. That's cool. Um obviously can't speak about where cuz but <laughs> it was really cool because all the places that we did visit um weren't open yet but they are planning to reopen if Uh, not already like yeah so i was just about to say some of the places (laughs) but um yeah i had a a shoot that was 11 hours from sydney north so literally (laughs) on the border of queensland and new south wales Mm. i i was looking at my maps um when we were in byron bay and we were like an hour away from uh, gold coast airport yeah yeah and everything's closed now the borders aren't open yet so we couldn't have visited anyway. Yeah. But um, uh, I think they're reopening July 10th, Queensland right. borders. Yeah, but a lot of those towns, they need, yeah, I, I think they're looking forward to having people visit again. Yeah, yeah. Boost it was, the tourism. It was good. It was good to travel again. And I think to, and, and to um, bring my family as well. I brought my <laughs> mom and my dog along because I didn't want, you know, I, I felt bad for them just staying at home because. You know, yeah. they'll just be at home like we've been in quarantine for four months now. So, so you drove all the way up there. We drove oh my all gosh. the way up. I felt really bad, but we, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, it's better than staying at home. And so I, mm. I brought them along for my work trip and got back last night and just clonked out, <laughs> <laughs> but it was really good to travel again. I can't wait um, for the borders to pick back up. But speaking of, you know, borders and not opening back up i don't think mm. victoria is gonna open up back soon yeah. at all thoughts with our friends over in melbourne mm-hmm. um there's yeah a lot of cases have picked up over the last week or so yeah i think we're experiencing a second wave unfortunately that's happening in melbourne um 100 cases overnight mm. and then that's you know 107 and i think 77 overnight to today the sunday um as we speak and so Apparently on the news, it's been telling us that, uh, a spe- you know, a specific housing area has now been in full lockdown, which means... Specific postcodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But not even that. There's a housing um, housing community with, right. you know, uh, uh, just a cluster of apartment buildings that uh, are actually in lockdown. Like they can't leave their building for yeah. five days because there's like 30 cases and because all the apartments are quite close to 
together, mm. it's like, you know, the perfect place to, yeah. to for COVID to spread. So oh, people kind of, you know, they've got, um, are getting upset about it. They're saying that it's not fair. A lot of people, you know, uh, abiding by the law and just mm. not leaving their houses. But for the vulnerable people, vulnerable people, like families who have kids that are young that need formulas and stuff, they mm. are, you know, police are actually, um, like on their doorstep and just delivering items for them when they need it. But it's basically just to stop the cluster and stop the spread. And I think if I was in that position, I know it's so hard to say when you're not there and experiencing yourself, but if you want to stop the spread, you need a kind of distance and, and Mm. it's better than going out and staying at a hotel Mm. um, rather than, yeah. And just staying indoors. Yeah. Just got to comply with, the regulations again it feels like it's back to square one kind of thing pretty much you know there was there's um panic buying again a little bit as well um toilet paper yeah uh, it's again hard to find um yeah it's 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 a tricky one because uh, on the opposite side of that things are uh, i guess outside of victoria things are opening up again i was watching sports again yeah like football's on afl nrl's on um people uh, they're allowing people to go to the games as well and it was pretty it's pretty weird but i mean yeah i've i've missed watching sports yeah. and um the formula one is back as well so i'm really excited <laughs> too there's no fans watching there's yeah so it's it's all, it's, it's all yeah but virtual yeah oh it's the, they actually got the cars out now and they're they're racing nice so, but, yeah. but there's no audience no obviously. audience yeah, yeah, yeah so it's yeah. all virtual and people are watching that's right and football soccer's on again and soccer there's still no well in europe there's still no audience there so they've they've got audience sounds oh really (laughs) (laughs) so if someone scores they're like oh yeah 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 so it's like pre-recorded sounds no way yeah i didn't know how i would how i how i would feel about that first yeah at first but uh, I've kind of just tuned it out, I think, as well, because like, it's kind of delayed. So if something happens, it's like a second, and then it's like the. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think that was the the talk of the town about the Olympics, about how you know mm. if if that was to go ahead, we would have just people watching um, uh, online mm. uh, essentially. But I think they still didn't want to do that just because it's sensitive times. The now, logistics anyway. as well, like yeah. um, with the Formula One, for example they're they're racing in austria like in the mountains of austria so mm. they're they're isolated from main big cities anyway no one's allowed to leave the area mm. they're being everyone's being tested every other day mm-hmm. um and they're really controlling it in a way um so i, I this is how it is now i, guess. I know yeah. it's kind of it's it's such a surreal you know place to be in because we are we thought you know there was hope at the end of the tunnel <laughs> we thought that you know especially in new south wales cases were almost next to nothing but then you we're just kind of sitting here like sitting ducks and just watching the whole world spread like wildfire you know Mm. um world health organization just announced that we just had that we just had one of the biggest cases um like uprising cases in the whole world like together Mm. predominantly in the u.s and brazil yeah so like even though things are getting back to normal like here in New South Wales, it's. I don't think we're going to be back to normal normality for the rest of the world. In, mm. You know, including international travel and all that for a really long time. Yeah, it's 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 a tricky one, but we got to do what we got to do. 
I know. Well, I think just making, you know, just seeing each other and actually <laughs> being face to face again, I'm, I'm valuing that. Like yeah. we're not doing it over virtual, um, you know, FaceTime or Zoom anymore. <laughs> we are still distanced uh-huh. at the moment. Yeah. So something to also come out of quarantine is our social media. Hey. So we've finally launched it. Um, if you want to follow us, it's at live through the lens pod and check us out there. Yeah, there's a nice picture of me. There's a nice picture <laughs> of Nat. Uh, and any uh, any new announcements, we will be posting it there. And, and we have a new logo, which I don't mm. think we announced either. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, minimal, simple, very much us as, <laughs> as people. <laughs> and um, yeah, so check us out there. If you haven't followed our Discord as well, the link is in our show notes. Mm. But let's get into today's topic. We really want to discuss how creators use social media. Yeah, which is what we're doing now with our Instagram. Uh-huh. <laughs> in a lot of ways, social media is a marketing tool for so many influencers, influencers and creatives and celebrities. Like we're seeing people, um, we've, we've spoken about it before, but celebrities, huge A-list celebrities jumping onto YouTube and mm. this little platform, not so little anymore, yeah. but that were, that was basically made for vloggers and for mm. people of the ordinary, you know, um, yeah. background. It's wild. It, like, thinking back, I still remember social media just being a tool to catch up with people and like and plan reunions and stuff yeah. like that um <laughs> or just, just to chat it just was just like chat. messenger but yeah, easy yeah. access yeah yeah um then there was that social aspect as well or who thinking back to the myspace days or who are you going to put in your top eight friends oh list? my god myspace <laughs> i haven't heard about that in so MySpace, long myspace uh, if you yeah if you're if you're on the younger side you may not have <laughs> no, experienced not. the myspace but it was yeah our, our first friend tom you remember tom the myspace <gasps> guy oh my god you're bringing nostalgic memories yes okay so for people who don't know myspace it's similar to facebook in a yeah. sense you create a profile it's very much just personal to you yeah. but your first friend that you have on there yeah. is tom and it's, it was like a, a empty display picture like he was you know no, an no, AI. no he was a guy was he? he was like in front of a whiteboard and he was like this with a white t-shirt oh my god i don't remember you don't that remember no. well I, I i'll show you a picture later but i, okay. I made a parody of that picture oh, with, nice. i put my face on it but anyway <laughs> but like um it was a really cool way to just be creative it was probably the first way that i i I learned how to code for like HTML coding because you know you could change the oh, background, yes, true. change your fonts, yeah, yeah, um, and that was based off of HTML coding. And so, oh my gosh, we had it really rough back then. Yeah, <laughs> everything is like at a touch of a button nowadays. Wix and Squarespace yes, at a touch yeah. of a button. <laughs> Sponsor us if you're listening yeah. to this first place. Um, but We're accepting sponsorship. What else was out there? Was face, there was Bebo. Bebo. I used Bebo a lot during high school. And mm-hmm. that was one of the ones that we had to like, um, I'm not sure if MySpace had it, but we had to, you had to give um, a certain amount of hearts per day. I think oh, it was one. Okay. And I, I used to get so upset if my friend who was, you know, a close friend of mine didn't give me hers or vice versa. Yeah. Man, those were the days. Yeah. But um, yeah, Bieber, I remember, and you could, you know, really personalize your page, like listen yeah. to 
uh, post, you know, I think was it widgets where there was like uh, different parts of your page. Could that you, you can, choose a song for yeah, your page? You could okay. choose so when you entered the page, a, song, a certain <laughs> song would play. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know why that's, it's, we don't have that anymore. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's probably licensing stuff. Yeah, but yeah, maybe. I remember that was one of the big things about MySpace. Like you'd choose a song. Um, and yeah, with, with music as well, mm. my band. Like we we made a MySpace and there's songs up there. I was actually trying to find the our band uh, MySpace page the other day, and apparently MySpace in like 2010 or something there was a their server crashed, oh. so a lot of the content which was on MySpace basically was like lost in the the ether of the internet. So um, well, a lot we're of that somewhere stuff there. Yeah. It's somewhere there. Well, I, I, <laughs> Including yeah. my um, embarrassing Bebo page, which I hope no one ever sees huh? ever. But yeah, nowadays we have Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and, and YouTube. YouTube, TikTok. Yeah, just there's so many to choose from. I know a lot of my friends who like who dabble in social media. They're kind of they. It's it's like this persona. They're like, oh, I don't. I'm not that person. I'm like, what kind of person are you talking about? Yeah. They're like, I'm not that type of person to show my life or yeah. you know. And if they if some of them are quite private, which I totally understand. Um, and some people, but I think the way they portray it is a little bit different too. Like they're like they see social media as uh, you know a lens of their life that they're not willing to show. Mm. But then there are some people like celebrities and influencers that show almost everything of their lives yeah. but where do you kind of find that line because people are basically making brands of themselves and and social media is a tool for that thinking back to the myspace days i couldn't even imagine <laughs> it would get to this point yeah, like back then neither. it was just like oh here's what i'm up to um who should i pick for my top eight friends yeah but now it's like it's a whole tool that is marketed and it's it's monetized and it's a whole business mm. yeah yeah it's it, it's wild how it's all changed Something that also, you know, there's there's pros and cons with social media. Of course, yeah. Uh, pros being like you can you can share. Yeah, it's a marketing tool for a lot of brands out there. Like you said, brands that you make yourself. And then there's the cancel culture aspect. Mm. Do you have you heard what cancel culture is? I feel like yeah, over the last year, that's kind of been a a, a big thing that's arisen out of social mm-hmm. media and you know the way that people interact and find news and. Um, yeah, well, since 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 this whole uh, monetization of social media and having a brand and having all these things about you all out on the internet, um, yeah, there is that side of it as well. Where if you <laughs> if you make a wrong step, then everyone knows about it, and yeah, they just can, dig up your past, and yeah, you know, a lot decide of the, that you're not relevant anymore. <laughs> exactly, yeah. and especially with celebrities as well. So people who might not know what cancel culture is, it's literally the trending topic every day. I feel like another person is cancelled. <laughs> a lot of celebrities now are stepping on their like tippy toes just to kind of be careful with that. Going back through a Twitter timeline yeah. and deleting any like incremental. <laughs> Potentially incriminating tweets. Exactly. But um, yeah. essentially, cancer culture refers to the popular practice of withdrawing support for bracket cancelling public figures and companies after they have done something or said something considered objectionable or offensive. Mm. Cancel culture is generally discussed as being performed on social media in the form of group shaming. So... A person that we can bring up and who has been a trending topic this week and is one of my favorite YouTubers is Jenna Marbles. She basically cancelled herself. Okay. If that's a thing. Right. So, Interesting. you know, videos that she did in 2012 to 2013, 
she did do blackface um, mm. with uh, a Nicki Minaj parody video. Right. And making racial uh, remarks towards Asian people and shaming them. She uploaded a new video called A Message explaining how she doesn't want to hurt people. She wants to bring positive content to people. And obviously she's removed these videos because mm. that these were made such a, such a long time ago that she's not that person anymore. Yeah. But because she's getting a lot of hate for it, she basically cancelled herself. Right. A lot of people are kind of bringing up the can- uh, the cancel culture. And I personally don't, I'm like an anti-cancel culture follower just because it's just, it feels like if I don't like a certain person, that means you shouldn't like them either. Mm. It's like that. Whereas, you know, everyone has their own uh, right to say and, ha- and to have an opinion, but to kind of oppose it onto others, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I, I feel like it um, depends on the, on the circumstance as well. If, mm-hmm. if what the person did in the past was like intentionally to hurt someone or intentionally racist Mm. um then of course that that's that's not on you know that can't happen especially with uh in this day and age now we've we've got black lives matter movement and um you know the racial inequality um conversation that's happening right now you know creators back then i I feel like even just eight you were saying 2012 Jenna Marbles videos yeah yeah. yeah. even just eight years ago not even a decade Mm -hmm. i feel like the world was a different place back mm-hmm. then and then now like in, even in the last year so much has changed and we're, we're so um aware of, of of the issues that of course were important back then but there's so much more of a, a focus on it now um going on from that um chris lilly the Australian um, comedian, actor, creator who made Summer Heights High. Oh, yeah, it's Chris Lilly. Co- He's yeah, one yeah. of the funniest guys <laughs> on Australian TV. Yeah, yeah. So back to like Summer Heights. Did you watch Summer Heights High? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. But anyway, if you haven't seen this, it's like it's a it's a mockumentary series mm. um, based in an Australian school. And Chris Lilly, the actor, director, creator or whatever, writer, um, he played the different characters mm. in the show. So there was a – he played a girl called Jemay. He played the teacher. <laughs> Uh, um, Mr. G, yes, yeah. um, and he's out. He's had other TV series as well, where he has he's portrayed people of different races, races. as well. Uh, one of the characters in Summer Heights High, Jonah Takalua, mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, Jonah from Tonga. Um, so he he was portraying um, like uh, an island, a, a boy, yeah, a boy from yeah Polynesian of Polynesian descent. Um, he had tanned up his skin and was kind of that black face, brown face kind of thing, um, and. Even back then, I was I, I enjoyed that show. Like I love that character. Hilarious. I love yeah. that character. But then now, like seeing that in 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 today's uh, context, you know, even back then there were critics saying that this isn't mm. right. I saw um, an interview recently um, with the ABC journalist of, and she was of Polynesian background. Yeah. And when when Summer Heights High came out, she was excited about the prospect of of uh, having of this of on. this community being on there. Um, but then at the same time, there was there was something not right there. It was great that there was a, a character. But then there wasn't much hope for if you watch the show, mm. Jonah, he never really improved as a person or he never sure. re- he never really had. So in, in that in that sense, um, you know, it was nice that there was a depiction of someone from that culture, but it didn't really give hope. It didn't it didn't it wasn't in a positive light or yeah, anything like okay. this, which is what had that been the case, who knows what people would think about it now. Yeah, interesting. I just think, yeah, bringing it back to 
um, Jenna Marbles, for example, who who is a victim to this cancel culture movement, to kind of see her be a victim of this is quite sad just because she does own you know her mistakes and she really really apologized it like in her video mm. which we'll reference to she says that you know i'm sorry that i offended you and a lot of other people kind of say i'm sorry if it offended you mm. um uh and um she said that you know a lot of people how she responded to this is basically how you should mm. um yeah, and so even if she did act like that at a time where it might have been a state of ignorance, but she responded in a way where um, she she informed her viewers why she did it. She informed that it was a different time and a different place in her life, mm. that she can admit that she was wrong. Yeah. But for people to kind of be like, all right, that's it. She's, you know, she's done one or two mistakes. That's yeah. it get her get rid of her get yeah. rid of her and it's like a, it's it's like a metaphor of just like if you got a cut cut off the whole arm it feels like tall poppy it's, syndrome exactly yeah. and it's a little bit too dramatic for me to even like even follow right now yeah um it honestly feels like a teenage girl being like well you didn't sit with me at lunch so i'm not gonna sit with you forever yeah like it's just so so immature i feel like um, it obviously is a sensitive topic because there are people who have done yeah, silly things and course. I get that. Yeah. But uh, to, to find that line in between, it's I, I find that um, a lot of people still are trying to comprehend. Yeah. I, I feel like it's infor- unfortunate that people have to go through these steps to... Uh, like Jenna Marbles has mm. to un to to cancel yourself. Exactly, um, the, it's so silly. I think the other one, the, if I can just add one more example, the Kevin Hart. So basically, mm. he um, uh, he made some homophobic um, comments um, in the past, and so people dug up those comments or those tweets, and people called for him to not um, present at the Oscars or something like oh. this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he, Damn. I think. Uh, I'm probably paraphrasing here, but he apologized for for the comments he made, but he was saying that he was defending himself, saying that was a long time ago. I've changed. I'm Mm. not that person anymore. Um, And I think also he ended up going on Ellen as well to talk about it. Well, not to talk specifically about that, but then Ellen was behind him and, you know, um, she realizes that he's as a changed person and obviously wouldn't have these things yeah, well, I just think, like, for people who are in, like, I guess, you know, the definition of cancer culture, when you've got that platform and you are a celebrity or you're an influencer and people are tracking your words and tracking your stance and, mm. you know, people, I think you, from a couple years ago, five, ten years ago, you were just basically purely a fan of someone, right? Mm. Even if you're um, a fan of their music, if they're an artist, a fan of their work, if they're an actor or their pieces, if they're an artist. Like, it doesn't matter... Um, back then it was very simple. I feel like right now it's a bit more complicated with people who have obviously supporting different um, uh, uh, acts and movements and everything. And if that certain person that you used to like doesn't agree with your values and morals, then you basically (laughs) ignore it or you cancel them essentially. Um, Like right now, I think with Jenna Marbles, I'm definitely not going to cancel her. It's something that, you know, her as a person, I think I look at her as a person and a lot of people should be doing this. Mm. She's basically acknowledged and apologized for her past wrongdoings. And it's, it's bigger for her to actually act on it and do, um, Mm. and do better and improve herself, which is what she's doing. 
All right, well, we got a bit heavy just then. Let's try and lighten up the mood a little bit and talk about some of the good things that social media uh, can bring and has brought us, uh, especially over these last few months that we've been in lockdown. So the Lord of the Rings cast have reenacted scenes and it's my favorite video on the internet right now. (laughs) Um, You guys can have a listen here. Wish this choice had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. So do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. <laughs> you do the first part and I'll, I'll say my part. Give up the halfling shield. If you want him, come and claim him. Oh. Yes! Yeah. Wait, then I have to do this. Raise my sword and I say, Ninu hithaiglir lasto bethdair, rimonin bruinen da nin ulayer. And I say that a few times, but. Woohoo! Oh, that was incredible. Sean, you have one line in the movie that's become an internet meme. Did you know this? Say, say it for us. Remember this. One does not simply walk into mortal. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. <laughs> Just so damn good. I found this on the internet and honestly, I've been replaying it for about, I don't know, 20 times now. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, it's really nice to see um, all the stars come together. I, I saw something similar um, with a TV show I used to love, Community. I don't know if you yes, watched Community. Yes, Community, yeah. great show. So the cast came, all came together and they yeah. um, did a table read of um, one of the, the, the episodes. And that was really nice. Um, yeah, good to see everyone kind of come back together. And yeah, it's just get creative. We, you know, it's it, it is unfortunate with what's happening in the world right now, but it's it's really allowing people to mm. explore and and um, think outside the box. Yeah, exactly. And I think it, it's it's a great distraction for what's happening in the world. And I think an example, um, an actor who was a hilarious dude, John Kunzis. John Krasinski. Krasinski. I don't know how to ever pronounce his name. Krasinski. Krasinski. He's married to Emily Blunt. She's uh, an amazing, amazing actress. But he made a show on his on a YouTube, and it's called Some Good News. Some good news and yeah. he did something like that with his cast uh, uh, of The Office, the office. which is awesome, and um, just kind of spreading good news essentially good in the name uh, in his in his office yeah. <laughs> at his home. <laughs> so. Yeah. Captain Marvel has now jumped on the YouTube wagon and has created her own YouTube channel. I'm excited to kind of see what she's got in store. Like, is it going to be the same vibes as John Krasinski's (laughs) (laughs) channel? Has Um, she posted anything? John K. Yeah, she's uh, she uploaded a video called "So I Made a Decision." (laughs) I'm Brie Larson. I'm. An actor, you might know me from Captain Marvel, or maybe you know me from nothing. Maybe you just randomly from the algorithm clicked on this, but regardless, hello, I'm starting a YouTube channel. Why am I starting a YouTube channel? Great question. YouTube has been a place that I have learned so much. Whether it's been like how to use my printer, or it's been watching like how to be a considerate activist, this is like the place to talk about things that are important and that matter. 
that's pretty cool. I think I might have to subscribe <laughs> to her. I feel like she'll be able to make some really cool content. But she mentioned the algorithm. And so Facebook and Google, they, they know everything about us at this point now. And they can target ads and stuff that we think we might be into. Uh, this is, I want to try something right mm. now. So with that in mind, Facebook and YouTube knowing everything about us and Instagram, I wanted to ask you what is in your explore page on Instagram. Mine? Yeah. <laughs> right now? Right now. Let's, let's, have a, a let's open up Instagram and All let's right. see what's on our explore page. This is going to be interesting. Well, there's a lot of K-pop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I've been, you know, uh, I've been interested to looking into um uh, a new K drama that I might be watching and it's called It's Not It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Okay. From one of my favorite actors, a Korean drama. Um his name is Kim So Hyun, he's a babe. <laughs> do, do you mind do you mind if I look at your explore page? Go for it. Yeah. Okay. You you show me you okay. tell me what my explore page is okay. telling me. <laughs> All right. On on Nat's explore page we Okay, the first one is like some dress. <laughs> okay. A lot of fashion. Fashion, yep. Uh yep. K-pop stuff, food, yeah, sashimi. Pretty much sums up my life fashion, right now. Food, fashion, food, and K-pop, K-pop. <laughs> hair and beauty stuff. Okay, yeah. Oh, Kim Soo Hyun. Yeah. There's like, I can see like four posts in like once in one view. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty that's, much. That's pretty much explains me. Sounds right? about right. Yeah. Sounds about right. One thing that I found as well on my Facebook when I was when I was um searching for like gaming stuff all of a sudden all of my facebook ads was gaming like gaming chairs yep. they were uh promoting me with like headsets i'm like how did you know that yeah <laughs> how the hell did you know that but i guess yeah it's it's the crazy world that is in algorithms yeah what about yours let me show me yours this is gonna this is, this is, gonna, this is gonna be interesting oh my god <laughs> <laughs> what Jamie? is this even is this even okay for me to to say? I mean, it's there. I don't. Yeah, Jamie, I don't know. Wait, is this your? Is this yours? This is my. <laughs> um. Mm. Can I'm gonna refresh? I'm gonna refresh it. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. I I don't. I it's mean, it's just really pretty girls. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie! Oh my god. Just like girls who are dancing, girls who are like modeling. Is this research for like your model? <laughs> that might, that, that might be. That might be why. I think that might be. I don't why. know. Otherwise, I would call you a little pervert. <laughs> <laughs> there are girls who are like. There's a lot of Korean girls. Apparently, this is what Hold on. this is what Instagram thinks. Wait. I, I need to see. <laughs> is this is this on purpose? No. I, do you know why you have this? I don't. Do you follow probably, girls like this? No. At all? Do you like? Oh, maybe like one or two. Okay, but do you like? I don't. I don't click like on any of those. On any of things. these photos. But like, there's football stuff. No, there's like there's, one football out of like. Yeah. Is there any cats or like? No. Okay. There's literally girls, 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 <laughs> girls, 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 girls. Animal video. Girls. Okay. TikTok, TikTok video. Girls, girls. Another girl. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, another TikTok video. Yeah. Cat video with a girl. Okay. Uh, a UFC video. There we go. Something. That's so. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why I see UFC videos. Wait. Honestly. What is? 
what is Instagram trying to tell you? Like I, to break up with your girlfriend? I, like, I don't know. What is going on? <laughs> and you're not following anyone like this either. I've, I'm following, yeah, I'm following a few, but not like, I'm not going and like following everyone and liking how, everything. How is your page so distinctly different I to don't mine? No, this is why I wanted to bring up. I've tried like resetting my settings and like my history and stuff and yeah I don't know I'm feeling I'm feeling it's coming from um like saving posts for like inspiration like for photo oh, shoot okay. things but I mean I I, I don't save photos that, <laughs> those kinds of photos anyway Anyway, yeah. this is this is a, this is this is a very visual exercise. I'm sorry. Um, oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> Things that yeah, I would, yeah. Mine is literally just K-pop fashion. Yeah. It's probably too much K-pop for my liking. Like I actually don't, you know, follow that many yeah K-pop artists or anything. But because I guess I was in that field yeah with work, um, it just comes up. Yeah, and I've only right. watched a couple of dramas in my life, so. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I, I would have thought, because I, I, I like a lot of, I follow a lot of, like, photography channels mm. and stuff like that, and uh, photography accounts, and I like those, I like those posts. And What, are they all to do um, with Korean girls? No. <laughs> <laughs> More like street photography and, like, architecture things, but I don't get them. That is I hilarious. Okay, well, I... I challenge you guys, people listening, just to go through your explore, see what you find. And maybe that's a, it'll be a great summary of who you are. Yeah. Or Instagram has got it totally wrong, like or, they do with Jamie. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> or not. Or you're not just, you're not telling me something here. Or someone going through my Instagram, like liking <laughs> all these photos. <laughs> On that note, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, if you want to get in touch, send us an email, live through the lens pod at gmail.com. We also have a Discord server. The link to that is in the show notes. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well, live through the lens pod. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we have special guest Kevin Kim, who's a K pop star and now jumping on YouTube. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. Well, that's it from us. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.